Hello everybody, welcome to the Williams Project Podcast. Now on today's episode I'm going to be talking about what a recession is, are we in one as a country, are we going to be one in one as a country, and how does that affect Williams Corporation. So welcome back to another episode of the Williams Project. It's great to be with you all. Um, it's just myself, Blair, here today. Uh, it's a lovely Sunday afternoon in Christchurch. Sorry I've been absent the last 10 days. I just got back from the Philippines and Singapore. I had an absolutely amazing time there. I'll do a separate podcast about sort of what I did there, what I learned and sort of some really cool takeaways from both of those countries. Um, and the reason why I didn't do any podcast while I was away is I was a real amateur and left my microphone back in New Zealand. And for some reason the in the Philippines, I just could not for the life of me find a microphone to buy. So I apologise. But anyway, into today's topic. Now before I get started, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not an economist. None of this is financial advice whatsoever. It's just sort of my thoughts on where we are as an economy, talking about a recession, sort of what they are, How's it measured? How's it going to change Williams Corporation? How it may make your business easier or harder to run? And it's really sort of giving giving the listeners my two cents on sort of what I think's happened in the economy and what might happen. So to start with, what is a recession? So recession is measured based on two quarters of negative GDP growth. Now, this might not be completely factual, but it's a very easy way to visualize what negative GDP growth is. And essentially think of GDP, which stands for gross domestic product. I hope it does anyway. Think of that as like the total income for the country. So you get all the businesses, all the services of New Zealand and picture GDP as that top income line of a profit and loss statement. What a recession is, is when for two quarters in a row, so essentially for six months, that number is smaller than what it was previously. So... What a recession represents is the economy shrinking as opposed to growing. Another really good sort of visual cue, because I'm quite a visual learner, is think of the economy like pizza. In a normal functioning economy, when everything's going well, the pizza's growing, and that growth of the pizza, which represents the economy, is essentially all the businesses growing, getting more profitable, or not necessarily getting more profitable, but doing more sales, growing in size, growing in employees and turnover, etc., and that's the economy growing, that's the pizza growing. What a recession is, is when for six months or two quarters in a row, instead of that pizza growing, all of a sudden that pizza shrinking. Now, the risk of a recession, the risk of GDP going down, is obviously you've got all these people wanting to eat pizza, as far as this metaphor goes, and all of a sudden now the pizza shrinking, not growing. So you've got businesses all of a sudden struggling to grow, struggling to stay the same size. At the moment, New Zealand is technically not in a recession. We've had one quarter of negative GDP growth. And sort of the jury's still out whether or not we're going to have a second quarter or not. Do I personally think we're going to enter a recession? Um, it's hard to know. It's hard to know whether or not all this government spending is going to keep GDP high or if eventually you've got to pay the piper, which I'm a big believer of, and we are going to enter sort of a formal recession. And I think sort of formalities aside, I think it's fair to say a lot of people are getting hit harder at the moment. We're paying lots more taxes. We've got, like I sort of day, diesel's over $3 a litre. Like for those of you in the transport industry, people with trucks, diggers, etc., I really feel for you guys, because like you would have priced a job months ago, and who would have ever thought, 
diesel would have gone up this fast and this rapidly. Like it's just insane some of these cost of living things coming through, like the cost of your gas bill, the cost of filling your tank up, the cost of interest rates. So I think it's fair to say, even if we're not technically in a recession, there's a lot less disposable income going around the economy than what there was at the end of last year. So the good news about this is since 1900s, which I think is when economic modelling started to actually track recessions. Um, so just to remind you guys, recessions is essentially the economy shrinking for six months or more. Now the average recession in Western society only lasts 15 months. So there's a lot of doomsdays out there, a lot of people think capitalism is going to fail as a whole, property prices are going to crash and go to zero, same with crypto, etc, etc. I don't think that's going to be the case, it's generally in every bear market, everyone starts painting Armageddon that the world's over. Good thing to know is when we are in a recession, if we do go into one, statistically it's over in about a year before we start getting economic recovery. The other good thing about this is, is just because the country's GDP is shrinking, just because New Zealand as a whole, our economic pizza may start shrinking, doesn't necessarily mean yours has to. There are lots of companies that do grow in a recession. There are lots of businesses that get more profitable in a recession. There is not necessarily going to always be bad things that come out of a recession for an individual. It's more just going, are we in a recession? What does that mean? How do I need to change my business? How do I need to prepare? And it's just sort of working through those things. But I think the main thing to take away is just because the economic pizza is shrinking does not mean that yours has to. The main thing is it will, necess- it will most likely be harder to grow or stay the same. That, that is the reality of a recession. People have less disposable income, they've got less spending. Like if you're a bar or a restaurant, for example, if people have less spare money, the first thing to go obviously is discretionary income and that is going out for a meal, going out for drinks, etc. That means that you as a bar owner are going to have a harder time growing your business. But also it doesn't mean you can't or it doesn't mean you still can't do well. Like I look at Williams Corporation we're only about sort of just under 2% of the New Zealand market for residential houses. About 1 in 50 homes in New Zealand delivered last year was a Williams Corporation house. That's very, very small as a percentage. So if we go, if the residential market is shrinking for new homes, we're only 2% of that pizza. It's not like we're a massive 80% shareholder of that residential market and we know that we just physically can't get enough customers It just means that it's less customers, we're going to have to work harder and do a better job to acquire and retain business, but we strongly believe we can do it. And I think there's the other thing, when the market does go into recession, it's kind of that Warren Buffett quote of, when the tide goes out, we see who's wearing togs. And what that means is it's very, well, not very easy, but it's much easier when the economy's hot to get access to credit, to get sales, to to sort of stretch your credit lines too thin. Thin, to stretch your business too thin, to get your overhead too high, and it's when the market tightens up, it's sort of when the tide goes out, you sort of see who are the businesses that have been f- like sort of fumbling along paycheck to paycheck, settlement to settlement, and who are the businesses that have a strong foundation, a strong economic model, a strong team, that if all of a sudden sales do slow down or sales even stop in some industries for a matter of months, you can weather that storm and get through to the other side. Some of the other things about a recession is essentially employment should become easier. As a country and as Western society post-COVID, there's been all this talk around skilled labour shortage, labour shortage in general, which in my opinion does exist. It is hard to employ good people. 
Like that is a fact. I think no matter what industry you're in, you'd be feeling that pinch point to some degree. As the market goes into recession, the sad thing is businesses do go broke. A lot of people do not survive, especially in the development space, like developers, builders, construction industry is notorious for people having poor business management and not getting through those tougher times. What that does mean though, that releases employees back into the marketplace. It also to a degree means employees are less likely to leave because they might go, I'm not sure what my new employer is like as far as solvency, as far as how they're going to safely trade through this time. So I would rather stay where I am and work with my current employer. And I think the other thing is a lot of businesses, when you are a growing business and generally when the market is going good as it has this last year, your business does grow. You need to employ new staff. You need more resources. What happens is it's really nice sometimes for your business to stay the same size for one year. And the reason I say that is when your business stays the same size for one year, instead of focusing on, I need to get this person, I need to get that person, I need to grow this, I need a bigger office, I need to manage this, I need to manage that, you can really focus on, I know exactly what I'm doing for the next year, how do I do it more efficiently, how do I do it more profitably, how do I train my staff more, do I have any staff that are probably not pulling their weight and now I need to let go. And if anything, it means that even though the market's sort of slowing down, the market's shrinking, you can, as a business owner, run a more efficient business. You can actually go through these costs line by line. You can potentially negotiate better with your suppliers or with your contractors. And that means that even if you do have a slow decrease in sales or if your sales stay the same, your gross profit, your percentage revenue or percentage of margin can go up or at least not go down. So it's one of those interesting things. The other thing about a recession is there's generally going to be opportunities, and this varies by industries, like some industries are definitely harder hit than others, and some industries have other opportunities arise, or more opportunities arise than what other ones do. And I think um, where Williams Corporation is fortunate is in property, in a recession, there are definitely opportunities. There are people that have stretched themselves too thin, they can't settle on land, there's less people shopping for land, shopping for doer-upperers, etc, etc. You can generally negotiate a better deal. An example of this is, I always say like, sales will always be there if you have the right product at the right price in the market. And like for those that go, oh, well, no, they might necessarily not be, I sort of challenge you and say, if I could sell a house in New Zealand for $100,000, just about I reckon no matter what the market was doing, I could sell as many of those homes as I wanted to. And obviously I can't sell houses for $100,000 or us and Williams Corporation can't as much as we'd love to, but using that same principle of going, if I can price something at the right price, right location of what the market wants, I can sell it. And obviously try to get as close to that point as what you can. Obviously saying, can I sell a house for $100,000 is a very easy way to understand that concept. But a good example going back to what I was talking about a recession and opportunities is for example, Williams Corporation, our latest project we released in Christchurch Marine Parade, it's about it's over 50 units, which you'd consider to be quite a large project. We only got bought this site because another developer um, essentially had it contracted and because of the market slowing down and delays on his other jobs, more or less said, hey, look, I can't handle this project anymore. Do you want to buy it off me? And essentially we negotiated, we did a deal that sort of worked for him but also worked for us in a very good way. And we've released that project to market and, pretty much all of them are sold all up or under contract um, within a month. And if you ask most people, they'd be like, oh, now's the wrong time to be a developer. Now's the wrong time to buy a house off the plan. 
Um, now's the wrong time to be doing large projects. Where it's more, we came in, saw an opportunity, knew our numbers, knew where the market was sitting at, released over 50 homes to market, and sold or contracted all of them within a month. Which proves that just because the market's potentially shrinking or slowing doesn't mean that your market needs to. So I suppose in summary, just the, the recession talk, yes, the economy is going to get harder. We knew last year wasn't sustainable, like properties can't keep going up at 20% plus per year and interest rates be 2%. We knew nothing lasted forever. Like we were prepared for, let's always make sure we have good cash, have good cash flow, have liquidity to take, take advantage of these opportunities coming. And I think it's more a recession's not nice. People do lose their jobs. People do have more squeeze on their income and it is hard on people. I'm not trying to pretend that it's not, but I'm also saying it's not as doom and gloom as the media says. It's more just really think through your business, go, how can I cut down unnecessary expenses? How can I take market share from other people? The main sort of mind frame switch that we've been making lately is going, instead of being able to create new business, we need to take that market share off someone else. And in development, it's hard to know like how you measure that, but it's mainly, like I said, the right product, right location, right price. I said opportunities come up that wouldn't have been there without sort of the market tightening. Also, hopefully this will help us get suppliers and contractors as the market gets quieter. Councils will get faster at consents. Lins will get faster at titles. Like yes, at the front end, sales will be harder. We might start selling less houses, but then all of a sudden delivery gets easier, your overhead drops, your percentage profit will at least stay the same or hopefully go up. So yeah, it's not all bad. It's not all doom and gloom. It's one of those things where every economy goes through cycles. I don't know why people seem to think that last year was sustainable but keep going when it clearly wasn't. Um, but I'm just sort of summarising by just saying like we're ready. We know what we need to do, how we need to do it. We've got the team to do it. And it's more, you just got to avoid the negativity be a realist and just really focus on what you can control, which is your marketing, your product, your costs. Just, just I think avoiding negativity is the main thing. But um, yeah, I suppose if that was of use to you, feel free to share this episode with any other like-minded individual that might be sort of going, oh, is there a recession coming? Be careful. Or, oh, now's the wrong time to do this. The economy is shrinking. Um, and just to get their opinion. It's been really fun just to be back in Christchurch like I said I had a great time away and I'll do another podcast about it but key takeaways are are we going to enter a recession probably and if it's not a formal recession things are harder doesn't mean it's all bad average recession is 15 months just because the country's GDP is shrinking doesn't mean that yours or your business has to hopefully employment becomes a bit easier focus on the productivity of your business not so much your top line go how can I improve my gross profit how can I keep my costs where they should be, stop them increasing or have them decrease, and look out for opportunities that might present themselves that wouldn't in a busy market, which could be reduced rates, um, and probably could be land deals that other people are struggling to settle on. It could be better terms as far as like what your, when we buy our land, how long do we have before we pay for it. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's today's episode. I look forward to my next one. I'm going to talk to you about the Philippines, about Singapore, um, some really, really cool things those countries are doing and some great things sort of about their culture and their people. Um, but other than that, have a great day. Thank you so much. We appreciate our listeners as always. And we'll make sure that Matthew and I do a podcast together at some stage soon. Thanks very much. <laughs>